Hello and welcome to this week's Spotlight on Africa and the first in a new series on the African diaspora in France. We'll be looking at the men and women whose origins lie in Africa or France's overseas territories, exploring their history, aspirations and identity. But first, let's look at the diaspora's growing economic clout on the African continent, which is getting the attention of French President Emmanuel Macron. Les diasporas ont un rôle essentiel. The diaspora have an important role to play. That was the message of French President Emmanuel Macron last Thursday to members of the African diaspora, French nationals and dual citizens with African heritage. Macron wants them to be a bridge between France and their country of origin. Since his election in 2017, the French president has sought to shift the government's Africa policy away from its colonial past, vowing a new relationship. The diaspora, with their connections and experience of both continents, are the perfect gateway, he says. But there's more to it. I want our country to change its relationship towards its multiple origins. I firmly believe that in the policy we are rolling out lies the solution to the reconciliation of French society. If we fail to change our perspective on Africa, France will never be reconciled with itself because it has a part of Africa inside her. Yet the black presence in France has not been officially recognized. There are no statistics, for instance, on race or ethnicity as well as religion. There's to protect the Republican ideal, which stipulates that all citizens are equal. But for some, like Franco-Senegalese worker Our Day, this blanket identity has often masked discrimination. She spoke to RFI at the end of Macron's speech. Sometimes as a, as a, as a black person, as an Afro-descendant, it's hard to find value in yourself when people around you constantly ask you to choose between your two origins or make you understand that one of your origins is of lesser value than the other. Macron appears to be lifting the cloak off the invisibility of the African diaspora, namely to use their voice to speak to France's former colonies, explains Antoine Glazer, a specialist on African affairs and author of the book Arrogant Like a Frenchman in Africa. The government's strategy is twofold. On the one hand, it's reaching out to French men and women of African origin, but at the same time, it's addressing all French citizens. It's clear that a number of French blacks lack access to equal opportunities. They are French, and yet they can't get the top jobs. They're at the bottom of the pecking order and have no access to anything. Macron is just telling the rest of society, look, the black people you see in the metro every day are French, just like us. I'm going to listen to them because in return they can help France regain its footing on the African continent that has now become the new Eldorado. It's Emmanuel Macron's way of transitioning from La France-Afrique to Africa-France. The former colonial power's presence on the African continent has decreased dramatically. France is now Africa's seventh trade partner, far behind China and Germany, says Glazer. To claw back its lost territory and extend France's influence beyond Francophone Africa to English-speaking countries, Macron last Thursday invited Ghana's president Nana Okufo-Addo to help him address the African diaspora. Both leaders see them as the link between the two continents. And Akufo Addo, who has declared that 2019 will be the year of return for African descendants, wants diasporans to play a role in Africa's development. The place of the diaspora, the status of people in the diaspora, of the African diaspora, is intimately linked with what happens on the continent. 
An Africa strong and performing transforms your position and your status here in Europe. But an Africa which continues to live the narrative of poverty, hungry children, people going across the Sahara, going in rickety boats and dying in Lampisuda to get to Europe. That Africa is not an, a narrative that is going to help you over here. From playing a role in healing the rifts of French society to accelerating Africa's growth. Diasporans in France recently came together for a forum aimed at boosting the continent's prosperity by working together. The diaspora reckons Sheikh Keita, CEO of the group Open Business Africa and Bridge of Innovation, are Africa's secret weapon. The world is now in competition. Uh, for win this competition, you have to have some going. Uh, this going is the diaspora. Diaspora is uh, complementarity. Diaspora is uh, intellectual. Diaspora is uh, efficient. Diaspora is innovative. The African countries have to make the bridge. I think uh, the next uh, Einstein and the next uh, uh, Bill Gates will be tomorrow in Africa. Uh, this is my hope. African diasporans, especially the young and educated, are working to transform the image of the continent. Many have also recognized the opportunities in Africa and are returning home to fill top positions at multinational companies. However, they face challenges when they return. For Saad Barada, a HR manager with consulting firm Intelsia, the benefits of going back outweigh the costs. For them and for everyone, Africa is a challenge. And it's really, really, for, in terms of experience, they can, uh, they can learn quickly things. You know, what, what they can learn in a short period of time can be equivalent to what they can learn in other countries because things are not set yet, so you have to do a lot of things. And most of the time, you have to go beyond your job description. Uh, and this is, uh, in terms of career development, it's something key. So I think for a uh, diaspora from Africa, I think it's a chance. Uh, for them to grow quickly, but also a chance to serve the countries because Africa, I think, needs uh, people from diaspora to help the continent, uh, supporting the development of the continent. Diasporans are also investing in Africa's emerging markets and launching businesses to create much-needed jobs, but challenges still remain. Umu Kamara, a 31-year-old French entrepreneur originally from Mali, co-founded a mobile health clinic to reach patients in rural areas of Bamako, but has hit bureaucratic roadblocks along the way. We're faced with administrative challenges, which shouldn't exist today in 2019. When you're told that it'll take two weeks to get an accreditation just so that your dossier can be moved from the first floor to the second, it's worrying. You need an accreditation to have your French diploma recognized by Malian authorities. As a Franco-Malian citizen, I studied and received my diploma in France, but in Mali it's not recognized. Such pitfalls are not uncommon, but for Hydera Sheriff Mohammed, the head of Mali's National Council for Civil Society, which helps diasporans like Umu set up business in their country of origin, the right channels do exist. When you come as a diaspora, you have contrast of timing and uh, you have to go back to your country. Sometimes you, you go to the wrong, not wrong people, but you, you, you don't go to the wrong agency that you should contact. This is the reason of uh, CSDM being. If you come to Mali, you, you, you contact us before you arrive and we will make sure you'll be well received and we'll put you in touch with those who are in charge.
Overcoming obstacles in mobility will help unlock the potential of the African diaspora in promoting the development of our own countries of origin. Money transfers from diasporans are estimated to be three times the total sum of development assistance around the world. And this exchange is not just limited to a transfer of cash, but of skills, says Patrice Anato, a Franco-Togolese MP with Macron's Republic on the Move party and co-chair of a study group called Economic Diplomacy with Africa. I'm both Togolese and French, which allows me to have a dual perspective of both continents. Today we can no longer say that immigration matters only to Africa and that Boko Haram and Ansar Dean are African problems. These are global issues. So if we, as the diaspora, with our skills, know-how and our experience, if we get involved in this new relationship and transmit our values to the youth in Africa to help them find their place, then I think it will be beneficial not only for Africa, but also for France and Europe. In recent years, governments like France have ramped up development aid to Africa to stem the flow of migrants fleeing to Europe. Macron has said that if Africa fails, then all of Europe will fail and wants the diaspora to serve as a buffer. If they handle the attention well, French blacks could leverage their influence to ask for real recognition at home. But we've been here before. Successive French presidents have all vowed to turn the page on La France Afrique and the legacy of French colonialism. But by Macron's own admission, it has yet to happen, and critics say that relations between Africa and Europe remain profoundly unequal. France's overtures to the African diaspora, however seductive, are not going to change the state of play right away. You've been listening to Spotlight on Africa this week with me, Christina Rochello. A special thank you to my guests and to you for listening. Tune in next time for part two of our Diaspora series as we explore black culture in modern art. <laughs>